بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله thank you for being with us another episode of the revert podcasts this is specifically for podcasts and podcast only so you won't find this episode on youtube or anything anywhere else as we always start our shows by praising allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making it very obvious that we only worship the only deity that is worthy of being worshipped which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the only deity worthy of being worshipped alhamdulillah and then we send our praises to him subhanahu wa ta'ala and obviously praising is thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that he has provided for us alhamdulillah this episode is to describe just a little bit, just a little bit of what I've experienced in my journey to Jerusalem, Palestine in general. My journey to Jerusalem that was just done. I just came back from there about maybe um, 24 hours, uh, about let's say 30 hours now, 35 hours or so. Um, it was a very fun journey. That's number one. Fun by being in the place that I like to be, which is Jerusalem, Bethlehem, and the surrounding area. And being by the people that I love. There's a lot of people there that I really love and I really enjoy being around. And just seeing them alone makes it, a great opportunity, a great experience, a great, you know, relaxation time, just being with them and having fun with them and talking to them and and just hearing them out and all that good stuff. And being on those grounds of Jerusalem and Bethlehem, which is called Bethlehem, the home of meat, the house of meat, that also brings a lot of joy to my heart because what I feel when I walk these streets of Jerusalem and Bethlehem, I feel like I'm living a lot of history. Each step speaks, speaks so much history to me, honestly. And I imagine a lot of times the people that walked these streets, which is amazing to really, you know, sit there and look at these old blocks, old bricks, old rocks, that are sitting in these walls and on these streets, just sitting there for years and years and years. And subhanAllah, we come after all these people and we walk the same streets, people doing business, people knowing each other, people experiencing new adventures and experiences on these blocks. And they're literally blocks, you know, sitting next to each other on these streets that makes it the streets of Jer- Jerusalem. Walking these aisles of um, the old city and walking around inside the masjid, the mosque, the holy mosque of Jerusalem. All together, all together is a joy. SubhanAllah, it was an amazing trip. And to really 
discover, you know, the things that I went through as I'm trying to um, unfold a lot of information to you as, as the listener. Um, I want you to pay attention to me, obviously, with all the respect. Thank you very much for even listening to me. But I want to bring to attention, obviously, some negative things about the experience. And I already talked about a lot of positive things. And positive things are always there, alhamdulillah. And that's why we always praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because our life is positive because we're in it. You know, it's positive because it's happening. It's positive because um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the opportunity to experience something new. Now, I do want to continue a little bit more of the positive things that are happening which are, you know, besides being able to pray in the masjid of the of Jerusalem, the holy mosque that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in the Quran, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa has mentioned it in his um, sayings and his hadith, the multiplication of reward that we will get when we pray in that masjid and being there to show that as Muslims, this place belongs to us. As Muslims, it doesn't really mean that because I'm Arab or I am currently or originally from Bethlehem in Jerusalem, my mom is, is, is born or she was born in Jerusalem, my dad was born in Bethlehem. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on them. They, bo- they both passed away and they both are buried you know, all the way in the United States of America. And I, as a Muslim, I belong to that state, that city. I belong to that place because I am a Muslim. That place is a Muslim place. Now, don't get me wrong, there are people who were born there and who were not Muslims. But that mosque specifically is what I'm referring to. That mosque stands for the Muslims from day one. When Muslims found out about Islam after the Prophet Muhammad was sent to us, we used to pray towards towards that place. That was our qibla. That was the direction of prayer before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directed us towards Mecca. So that place holds a lot of a lot of value in the Muslim's life, in the Muslim's belief system. Even, you know, packing up your bags and going to a, a place to, of worship, that is one of the three places that you are allowed to do that. You, could, you cannot just pack your bags and go to a place, you know, for worship such as your next door uh, mosque or your, you know, next city mosque or whatever. This is not allowed in Islam. La tushaddu rihal. La tushaddu rihal. It is not, it is not um, allowed for you to pack your bags and travel distances to go to a different mosque for worship. You can do that for business. You can do that to meet someone. You can do that to, uh, you know, just go check out the place. But to go do it as the, the actual action is 
being done specifically to that place as a worship cannot happen. It's not allowed to happen. Your actual travel, so I traveled from point A in Amman, Jordan, to point B, Jerusalem. That travel, that travel, by the will of Allah SWT, would be counted as worship because I traveled for that place. And obviously I travel for other, other things too. But my main thing I wanted to do is to pray in that mosque and to show my presence there because I'm a Muslim. Now, besides that, alhamdulillah, your prayer over there is multiplied 250 times in some narrations in the Quran and, and the Prophet's hadith. It's also, it could be 500 times. So even, even if it was 250 times, that's amazing. You know, we're not at the, the Prophet Muhammad's mosque, which is a thousand times, and we're not at the um, Baytullah al-Haram, which is the grand um, mosque, which is a hundred thousand times. We are at the Jerusalem uh, Al-Aqsa Mosque, which is 250 times to 500 times. It's, a, it's still amazing. And there is a narration that the Prophet Sulaiman salam, the big king, the one that received more, more wealth than anybody ever did throughout this life on, earth, on this earth. He asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something, which was, Oh Allah, if someone comes to this place and pr just for prayer and he prays and leaves, oh Allah, please wipe away all their sins, all their sins, subhanAllah. That's another beautiful opportunity for you to wipe away your sins. You go to that place, you pray and leave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wipe away those sins. Because the one that asked Allah SWT was a prophet. And he asked him where Allah SWT accepts and grants prophets normally, accepts and grants them their um, supplication. So that's a great thing to do, another positive, positive thing to do, or another positive thing to mention about Jerusalem. And there's many, 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 many more. And I don't want to take too long in this podcast because I wanted to I wanted to keep it short and I want to make more podcasts about this specific trip inshallah the negative part the negativity that I found when I went to Jerusalem I didn't get the negativity specifically from the place obviously because the place can't give you that negative vibe actually it gives you a very beautiful positive vibe the negativity comes from the people. The people. I don't understand what is wrong with us people. We all, we all make mistakes, obviously. But because I mixed and mingled within the actual city with the people who live in that city, and I, you know, ate with them, and I went to their weddings, and I, uh, you know, visited people and stuff like that, I found out that there is a very... Um, strong vibe of anger. Obviously, we know the the main reason of anger w within the that region, because someone is trying to take your land and someone is trying to, you know, uh, 
uh, overpower you and all that stuff. But now that's on the side. Let's keep that. Let's keep that to the side. Now, the anger is amongst each other. People are angry amongst each other. People are just waiting for you to slip so they can take advantage of you. People are waiting for you to slip so they can get angry with you. People are waiting for you to slip so they can point their fingers at you. It feels like people are just waiting for problems. Now, I tell you the root, the root problem of that specific problem, that, that negativity, is the, re, is, is the cause of what's happening in that region where someone is trying to take your land from you. But what they're doing, so you know of the divide and conquer saying, or theory, or strategy, in taking over places, divide and conquer. So what's happening is I feel like there are some subliminal messages that's happening or that's being sent throughout the people amongst them in their social media, in their actual media, on their TV, on their radio, that would kind of trigger some anger in their hearts and in their um, life. And it makes them just waiting for a problem to start so they can continue the problem and go on and on and on until they, you know, they either hurt each other or actually sometimes take each other's lives out. And now, once that happens, then there are orphan kids, there are widows, there are, um, you know, there are so many different problems that happen after a problem um you know, continues to the full capacity of the problem. And another negativity that I saw there is that people are busy with things that are unnecessary, I believe. They're very, you know, busy with with fashion. Obviously, we, we know uh, there's a lot of people that, is busy, that are busy with fashion. And that's, it's not always bad, but it's, it's very bad sometimes where it could get, you know, it could get to the point where it may hurt the person. They are busy with, um, you know, things that are too expensive. So they're working so hard. They're working so hard to the point where they, they can't even have time for their family and children because they have to buy that expensive thing so they can show off so they can show and obviously showing off is the negativity there now some people like to buy nice things and these things happen to be expensive oh well if you got it then you know you do what you want to do with your with your money but it's not it's not or it shouldn't be your main priority is to buy expensive things there are so many poor people in in that in that region, in that city of, of of Jerusalem, in the the country of Palestine in general. There are so many needy people that instead of you send, spending all your money on on very expensive cars and making your house like a mansion or buying expensive clothes and jewelry and stuff like that, or spending so much money on weddings, spending so much money on weddings, it's unbelievable.
this is like the the most bizarre thing that I've seen. You know, I've I've been to weddings where they have spent so much money, where a lot of that money that they spent was a debt. It was a loan. They had to take a loan here and there so they can, you know, live out that specific that that moment of you know of their life, which is the wedding. Obviously, it's a happy it's a happy event, but you shouldn't turn that happy event into a sad event afterwards because you're gonna be paying that money back, and if you can't, then they're gonna be taking things from you that you really love. So, what's gonna happen? You're just not gonna be living happy. You're gonna start living miserable, and that's basically the problem. Well, that's some of the problem, I'll be honest, which is not basically the problem. There are other problems which is, which are even higher um, in, in priority that needs to be talked about. And I can't, I don't have time to talk about it right now because I don't want to take long in this, in this podcast. But I think the problem is that people are being very um, uh, sidetracked where they're not focused on their um, main priority. Main priority is having a good relationship with your Lord. Having a good relationship with your Lord is something that people over there in that region, and in this region where I'm at right now recording this episode uh, in Amman, Jordan, I think that they're sidetracked where they're busy with the, the, the worldly matters today, and they're forgetting about the Akhirah, forgetting about the life after death, which is scary because we're all going to die. We're all going to die one day. And before you know it, it's time for you to go. So if you're just busy with these worldly matters and you're not doing anything for the akhirah, for the time, life after death, then you're missing out. You're missing out a whole lot. So this episode was really like a, like an intro to my visit to Jerusalem this year because I haven't visited it in about maybe three years now before Corona and, you know, throughout Corona, I wasn't able to go. And then once I was able to make it, I pushed hard to go ahead and do it because I really love that place and I missed it so much since the last time I've been there. I have family members there I really miss a lot. I have people there that I really, you know, would love to, to you know, to see all the time. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah keeps him safe and Allah keeps him on there, uh, you know, on the path towards his pleasures. Ameen. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Um, again, this episode uh, was meant to be short. And I really appreciate you, for, uh, you know, if you're here still listening, I really appreciate you listening throughout this episode. And I will come back and talk more about Jerusalem and Palestine and, and my experience there and some of the things that needs to be uh, discussed that we all need to kind of have in our in our minds. So if we ever run into situations or run into people from that region or run into a situation like that region, we need to focus and keep our eyes on the prize. That way we don't get sidetracked. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next time, or I will talk to you, inshallah, next time. Peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.